Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. See next to me at the table is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. I hate that I'm doing this podcast and not doing Podswoggle right now because Podswoggle is the show that I should be doing. At, in this That's time, so fucking rude. Time in my life. You could go somewhere else. Well, you could go somewhere else because I can do 40% of Podswoggle right now. <laughs> Augie's not going to be able to contribute. I'm going to be able to contribute more to Podswoggle than Augie. A third. That's yeah, probably true. Uh... We finally but, reached. See, he didn't even say anything. He knew he couldn't argue. We finally reached the end of Augie. I was still trying to do the math about me being forty percent of Podswoggle because even if I was like me actually being a part of their shows, I'm more like five percent. Like, well, <laughs> so I was thinking Podswoggle Prime pre Spencer, then it would have been forty percent. Now it's a third. But then again, this is going to turn into the Scott Steiner math promo. <laughs> then you add Augie only knowing five percent. That means Augie and me doing Podswoggle be a fourteen and two thirds Podswoggle. I just spit in Samantha's face. Uh, so this is how you know it's Augie August. I hate my life so much. This is the first time we've had a guest where you're saying that at the beginning. That's, that's nice. This is how you know it's Augie August is that if you've been listening in the past three weeks, you know that we recorded all the Augie August episodes in July to prepare for Augie's shitty schedule. And then, except, except today. <laughs> except for one. Except today, yeah. which we're recording on August 25th. Five days before it ends. Well, and and the day before it airs, <laughs> we watched this movie exactly one month ago today. Yeah. My notes for this movie are, I'm not even making this up. Let me pull it up on my phone. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. The tenth note down on my phone. My phone. That's how old of these notes are. Yeah, but you. What do you write on? What are your other notes here? Your business. You got a dentist appointment. Reminders of your dentist appointment in September. I have my toy list. I have my thoughts that I send to Tope and Augie certain times during the month. I have a a different movie list. I have sketch ideas. I have my other movie list. How come you? I have my notes on the Marine now because we've already watched two of the Marines. Uh, and for those questions about what Mullet means by sending me and Tope text during certain times of the month, yes, he gets his period. Yes, they're my they're my period thoughts. Uh, where I'm just like just having my what is it like your fallopian tubes fall out or something? What, <laughs> what is your period? They're period pieces. Hey, all right, here we go. <laughs> so it's been a month. It's actually when the lining of your uterus. And then no 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 that car don't start no. So it's been a full-blown month. So, Augie, what have you been up to in Augie August? <laughs> I mean, Legoland. Uh, the Legoland? Legoland and you didn't tell us? Oh, were you guys dying to go? Yes, actually we are. Yeah, it's, and it's just in our town. And they're making a <clears throat> part of it, Pepper Pig Park. All right, first of all, it's not in your town. It's an hour away because I did look into it because after Legoland, I was like, yeah, maybe I'll stop by, but it's about an hour away. Yeah, I know. So I was like, I can't do it. 
uh, it was like a really last minute kind of type of thing, like a reward for, you know, the 10 year old behaving. So we, uh, we went, he played hockey on Saturday morning in the league. And then right after hockey, we drove up, we stayed at one of the Lego hotels. Um, and then Sunday we got up early and went to Legoland. And then when Legoland pretty much closed when we headed back home, so cool. I will say, there's no way that Legoland is like COVID safe. Like, <laughs> no way. Like, you literally walk into the Lego hotel and there are areas where like, you know how they have like hotel pillars, you walk in and make it, whatever. They're like, it's almost like numerous bathtubs filled with Legos that all the kids are picking up, touching, throwing. Uh, it is it is a madhouse. Uh, you know, they, nobody's really wearing masks. I, it, just the Lego thing in general just was kind of very, yeah, you do not want to go during the pandemic. So, yeah, I, yeah, um, but, I mean, I, I was at a theme park uh, this month since we recorded. I was at Cedar Point and it was not as bad um, just because there wasn't like <laughs> giant vats of Legos that people could go play with. But there definitely was like Ohio wasn't like Mask City necessarily because uh, it's Ohio. What's the, what's the what else worse can happen? You get COVID. Oh darn, that's the fifth worst thing that's happened to me this year in Ohio. Um, but I shit on it. I did have a nice time. Cedar Point is the the roller coast capital of the world. Um, bought a lot of toys, ate a lot of good food, had 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 some fun. Um, I really yeah, we haven't seriously not recorded in a month. I haven't yeah. talked about like anything. Yeah. I would ask you what you've been doing, but it's nothing. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i saw you did a live stream eating two well to be accurate one burger you you wanted to enjoy the other burger oh yeah i did do the other one solid that was that that was the second time i was at swenson's uh my favorite burger my favorite restaurant my favorite drive-in any kind of food that's not a that's not a chain because there's like a swenson's in miami that like has no. like ice cream and shit. you've at, and also you've asked me this question at least 10 times in my life no it's uh it's only in northeastern okay. ohio um it's yeah to drive in there's maybe like 12 locations throughout like like the columbus akron cleveland area and they're great they're the best i went there my first day and i went there my last day and it was beautiful it was wonderful jillian had a nice time we uh went to my like old elementary school and took pictures went to the park went to the library she got to play with her cousins we never met before uh yeah we had a we had a wonderful time it was really a nice time and I sat here with my thumb up my ass. No, I got a new job since last time we recorded, Correct. actually. A very good job. So I'm very excited. I start on Monday. Yep. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, you also went to Miami. I did. I went to Miami and I uh, I was there. Went to Flippos. <laughs> I was I went to Miami. To what? Flippos? To what? Called Flippos. What the Flippos? It's in, it's in Hallandale. It's um indoors. Well, that's not Miami. Well, I know. <laughs> I went to, I didn't go to Miami. I went to Aventura. <laughs> And Hallandale, and it has like um a bunch of like slides and like um arcade and stuff like that. Jillian really loves it. Um, it's like a it's like a smaller like a bootleg. Dis- oh, dis- I was gonna say Discovery Zone. Or Discovery Zone, yeah. 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 So that that's what I did. That was oh, and I went to MegaCon. I totally forgot. Oh, yeah, you went to MegaCon. Steve and I went to MegaCon for two days. Man, it's a miracle I don't have fucking COVID. Uh- <laughs> And you just I, had to get a test. I just got a test, so I'm confirmed I don't have COVID. Uh, yes, even I went to MegaCon for two days. Bit of a disappointment. Um, I mean, I still bought a ton of stuff. Sure. Uh, but you know what show won't be a disappointment? What? The Orlando Toy Con that's happening at Osceola Heritage Park, October 9th and 10th. 
where you can come and check out mullet over collectibles i was and buy all of our shit i did not know that you're gonna force feed what? advertisements to our toy show in all the way in <laughs> august <laughs> hit me up uh slide into my dms at your host mullet 38 on instagram if there's something you want to buy Pimp it like, out. yeah uh that is okay please everyone slide into his dms oh thanks but um (laughs) megacon was uh definitely smaller and weirder somehow than usual steve and i had a a fucking ball uh despite the fact that the first day i walked over twenty two thousand steps because we lost our car um (laughs) and it was i wonder why very late i have no idea why um Shout out to the uh, the second yellow Power Ranger and the first Red Ranger for talking to Steve for 20 minutes because they had nothing better to do um, because they didn't have food in their hands at the time because they both blew up like you would not believe. Um, both both nice people, though. I, I feel like Steve's on a first name basis <clears throat> with Austin St. John now. Like he's yeah, yeah, go, their best friend. Hey, what's going on, Austin? He'd be like, hey, Steve, how are you? Yeah, all the Power Rangers are always at every con. It's just like, that's their... Except for the one that died in the car accident. Samantha, actually. She's not there. Yeah, well, she, well, she couldn't make it. A little busy. Yeah, that's it. She, she had other obligations. Anyway, enough about all of that. Well, I, I have so, one other thing. Oh, you have one other thing. One other, one other thing. And I'll see if Augie has something else. Uh, this is the part of the show where um, usually, we didn't tell us what the show is normally about. Um, but people, people know if you're listening to the week four of Augie August, fuck you. You know what it's about. You know what the shit this is. If you tuned in just because of the movie that we're watching, you can go fuck yourself. And you're on Augie's hockey team. Um, we we were married. We talk about our lives. We talk about movies. Uh, we're getting into the movie here in a second. But on this part, uh, we talk about the movies we've seen that are not part of our collection that are newer. Oh yes. Oh, did we watch something else? No. Oh no. Yes. Yes, we did. Oh, how many do I have to talk about then? You have a lot to talk about. I do? What have we watched? What is happening? (laughs) Uh, I'll tackle the one that I was thinking of. Uh, I watched on HBO Max Woodstock 99, the uh, the Woodstock documentary that's done by the Ringer Ah, podcast. I heard you and Rich talking about that on uh, Blank Slate. Well, at least the first half of it. So Rich loved it. And you? I I loved it too. I loved it too. Uh, The reviews I saw, I, I, I don't know what Reddit and some other circles are talking about. It was great. Um, I've been listening to nothing but corn recently. Oh God, so <laughs> I have so much corn and Limp Biscuit on my Amazon Prime well, music. You can't, you can't go wrong with Limp Biscuit, just ask Evan Sawa. It is. It's a reference to our, to our show, The Fanatic. You should go listen to, to that episode. Are you doing some weird bit today that I'm not getting? I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you. Uh, it's a really she good documentary. getting paid under the table for so many ad reads. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what are you going to talk about the man great next? What are you fucking, you don't even get that reference. Uh, Let's just yeah. get this out of the way now. It's jam with your Sam on Instagram. Yeah, I'm going to say Bluetooth provides you with all the great. Jam with your Sam on Instagram. Uh, yeah, but check and, it out. And we also watched suicide, the Suicide Squad. That's one I forgot. Yeah, we watched the Suicide we Squad. We watched the Suicide Squad, which I actually really enjoyed it. I loved it. I loved it. I thought it was so much better than the first one. That's not saying much. Yeah, but it was really good. Yeah, su- the, the Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad was very good. Exactly what you wanted for Margot that Robbie is... I mean, everybody. Everybody crushes Amazing. It. Yeah, everyone crushes it, but I love Margot Robbie. Like to officially announce that my second favorite comic book character besides uh, the Joker is King, King Shark, Shark because yeah, he's King the only Shark. character that can be voiced by Ron Funches in one project and Sylvester Stallone in the other, and not, both are brilliant. Um, Did you watch it, Augie? 
No, that I have not. I, again, I'm like, I think I mentioned on one of our first Augie August episodes, like, I'm just kind of like, I know it's not Marvel, but whatever. I'm marveled out. I'm just superhero comic sure. book yeah. out for a little bit. So I'm taking a little break. I still haven't finished Loki. I still have like two more episodes on Loki. I do want to finish it because Loki is really good. I'm just, you know, again, I'm just comic booked out. So maybe I'll watch Suicide Squad. I saw the trailer for it and it did look odd, like that animation type of, I don't, I don't know. Some, Really it's it's stylized a little bit. I mean, I know you love Guardians of the Galaxy, <laughs> and it's James Gunn. It's it's R-rated Guardians of the Galaxy. It's, that that should be enough for you to okay. watch it. Yeah, watch it. Okay, I'm down. Regret, yeah. Regret. What, um, Her. I've mainly lately the last what well, I've been watching it. Well, I've been watching Dexter with the girlfriend because she's binging the crap out of it. She's went from like season one to I think she's on season six, like in a month and a half, two months. I'm so glad she's um, yeah man Augie, uh, i'm gonna miss you go on <laughs> the other the other the other thing i watched uh i still have one more episode to go but uh cocaine cowboys the new one on netflix mm -hmm. i really like it i mean then again like you know i live in miami i'm from miami so i recognize a lot of the places but i thought it was <laughs> I'm gonna, pretty well done but, i'm on a first name basis with half the people on the show yeah, oh you know, i did a lot of i did a lot of the coke to talk about <laughs> <laughs> I can identify which strain of Coke it is. I don't know. Does Coke come in strains? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how that works. You're like the second or third person that's like yeah, recommended that to me. Um, who also is in Miami. Yeah. Yeah. He's also in Miami. Um, really, really enjoys it as well. He said it was really good. So uh, one other thing really quick. Um, mm -hmm. Mullet, you watched something else, uh, which you no longer have another medium to discuss it. Uh, but there was a particular debut of somebody on a particular uh, show yes it's not a movie but i mean how, how did that go uh it went well period done no <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't want to say too too much because I, we are going to be recording a pod swaggle episode you are in the next couple weeks we are going to we, we missed it last year we're going to do our annual uh fantasy draft um and I have recorded an episode, another fantasy episode with Rich that came right before that CM Punk thing. I'll just tell you what it is. Uh, Rich and I did a rumble, and then I uh, did a drunk fantasy booking of Triple H uh, leaving WWE <laughs> because of all the changes that are happening in NXT and all the stories. It's never going to happen, but it's more within the realm of possibility than ever. So sometime in September, there will be uh, probably one to two episodes of the fantasy draft then there'll be that uh drunk fantasy booking and i will be in chicago for aew all outs labor day weekend uh and i'm sure rich and i and and the group up there will be recording something at some point so your social media Sorry. your your podcasting feeds make sure you're uh, ready how did you prepare for like to sit down and watch the that cm punk debut like did you, you know, did you have some straight edge soda did you did you light some candles? So, actually, Did you? actually, I was really mad. We got Pizza Hut, and part of our deal came with a two-liter, and I got Dr. Pepper, and as soon as it over, it goes, fuck, I should have gotten fucking Pepsi. I was so mad. <laughs> yeah. He put on his large CM Punk shirt. No, I did that the day afterwards. Oh. Uh, I'm in an extra large. I should have never been in a large because I'm 6'1", and just like the belly, like my belly is closed even if they I don't have a belly. belly um, they weren't belly shirts. It's just like it's popular if to I have your belly button stick out of your shirt. Yeah, if I reach for something, you just see my navel. Um, I mean, that's fine. 
So I wore my Chicago Hamilton shirt instead is what I wore. Um, Cause I forgot to change in my other shirt. Uh, most of them are in storage. Uh, <laughs> it just shows you how much I didn't think this was going to happen. <laughs> all the shirts are in storage. Uh, no, uh, I, I, the sad thing is I was feeling a little under the weather. Like this past weekend, I, like I said, I got, when I got a COVID test because I had an exposure at school. So she was, her test and Chris thought he got it. So I was just really achy. I I'm still dealing with a headache, like all this stuff. So like, I was very subdued. Also our daughter was sleeping. I didn't want to be a fucking asshole. That um, has never stopped you but before. I, I was I was quietly emotional and happy just because I, I was crying. I was not fucking crying. I'm surprised you haven't put the videos up already. I should. I Samantha did with your Sam on Instagram. Insisted on filming me. Insisted on filming me, despite well, me actually wanted, not wanting it to happen. I wanted you and Rich to, you know, be together. The difference was when I recorded Rich watching the Johnny Gargano NXT TakeOver match, we were surrounded by like 20,000 other people and it was okay to yell and act out. I'm sitting here on my couch by myself with you. With, so with 20,000 Funkos. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 950. Um, it's, I didn't think it was going to happen. And the fact that it happened the way that it did, it was, it was absolutely perfect. Couldn't ask for anything else. Um, and now he's 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 back and i'm going to enjoy it for as long it is it seems like it's going to be a decent amount of time so it's going to be all good stuff and it's in the company he should be in because that company is amazing and fun um and i'm going there in chicago and we're going to take jillian to a show in orlando at the end of october hopefully and i'm just going to see him as much as i can uh until he's gone you are going to be unbearable oh i'm going to be i'm it's going to be great like the asshole dick that you were when we were in college i we talked about before we started the show i was putting our good friend and former guest on the show tope over about how he's in so many weddings because so many people like him uh he took his favorite wrestler coming back with so much more grace and dignity than i will <laughs> i'm going to be yeah all tope did was wear that ugly shirt well, no. That Edge Orton shirt. To be fair, when Edge won the Royal Rumble this year, Tope was running around my living room yelling "Black Excellence." So <laughs> was so, he wrong? No. Uh, so I am allowed. I, I have a long leash, and I will enjoy that leash while CM Punk is back in the professional wrestling world. But I guess that kind of ties in because I know that this movie is one of CM Punk's favorite movies. Um, so perfect segue into our final Augie August movie. And I swear to God, the last time we're going to talk about hockey on this podcast this year and possibly ever, it is the movie that Augie actually nominated that we picked. So uh, the way our guest star series works is the guest sends us a list of five movies. We pick the one that we are going to watch. Augie, uh, we had to watch this one because everything else he uh, nominated, we didn't own. We don't own Mystery Alaska. We don't own Goon. Um, I believe he added the Waterboy in last minute because he didn't count Happy Gilmore. And Waterboy had already technically been nominated by Tope back and forth. And then, of course, the Mighty Ducks we did as a as a exception. So Slapshot is the movie. Who's reading this? It's been oh, so long, I have no idea. Geez, Louise, let's see. Um, I read D3. Do I read this? Okay. It is the 25th anniversary special edition of Slapshot, one of the 10 best sports movies ever. So Sports Illustrated, ESPN.com, and the Sporting News. That's three different places that said that. Uh, it's kind of weird that they all said the exact same thing. <laughs> like, like, why did all three, like, they all said, like, the same exact quote? Two of these three fucking people plagiarized. <laughs> A true classic says Maxim Online. That's more like it. 
uh, this irreverent and a hilarious take into the oh, oh. <laughs> take and it, no, says, it says look. It says look. That's what I'm saying. Take and look have one letter the same. I'm just riffing. Uh, this irreverent and hilarious look into the world of professional sports has Paul Newman as the coach of the Chiefs, a struggling minor league hockey team. To build up attendance at their games, management signs up the Hanson brothers, three hard-charging players whose job it is to demolish the opposition. Slap shots, outrageous comedy, hard-hitting action, memorable lines, and unforgettable characters have made this classic one of the all-time best sports movies ever. Mm. Mm, You're lucky it's just one. one. So I, uh, we have a reading challenge for the back of the box. I'm currently getting demolished in this new reading challenge that we've set up. I'm not even going to show you the numbers because I don't care. Uh, Augie, how many times have you seen this fucking movie? So before I nominated it, I may have seen it maybe like two, three times my whole hmm. life. Like it's one of those things where it's slightly, yeah, it's actually it's slightly before my time. <clears throat> um, remember, I didn't, I, you know, I didn't start playing hockey until 93. And this movie came out when again? Late seventies. Hold on, there's a sticker on it. I can tell you in just a second. Uh, seventy-seven. Seventy-seven. It came out. Perfect. So a rare movie that you own that I wasn't alive for when it came out. Um. <laughs> uh. So yeah, it was a little bit before my time. Um. However, and, and and also those two or three times when I watched it, I was way younger. Like I was probably like twelve to you know seventeen. So it's been a long time since I've seen it. You should not have been watching it. <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, and even then, I feel like maybe one of those two to three times, I, I sat down and watched it like beginning to end, like focused. Whereas all the other two times, kind of just in the background, I found bits and pieces of it. But I actually watching it now, <clears throat> taking notes and stuff like that, I I kind of liked it better than I remember liking it. Mm-hmm. Um, it is dated as fuck. Um, it does not. Uh, hold up <clears throat> to the it test is, of time, especially with some of the language and some of yeah. the... Yeah. Uh... It hasn't aged well, and... You mean that's not what hockey's like? I thought that's so, what minor league hockey was like. So that was going to be no, one 100% of the questions. Is. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I was going to be is like. It, you yeah. don't play with helmets? Nobody wears a helmet? No, 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 no. no, no, no I don't no, think no, we're talking no, about no, the no, helmet. No, no, <laughs> no, we're not. This is... No, but this is this is back in the 70s and 80s where there, there were guys, they didn't wear helmets. Hmm. And, you know, do you know there was a time back in the day, I I can't tell you the year, maybe it was 60s or whatever, but goalies were not wearing any helmet, like any head protection whatsoever. Like, I think it's, uh, is it Terry Sawchuck, I want to believe? One of the the first ever, like, goalies, like, his his face is, like, torn to shit, worse than, like, wrestlers who cut themselves. Like, it is beat to shit because they didn't have helmets back then. And then they had the little like Jason mask and the, the helmets got bigger and bigger. And that's for the goalies. Players didn't wear helmets until like eighties. And then they didn't like invoke rules about having to wear one. Like I remember when I started watching hockey when I was a kid, like in the early nineties, there was still a player who was in the grandfathered rule. So he didn't have to wear a helmet. He was the last guy left in the NHL not wearing a helmet. Um, and then now the new rule is they have to wear a visor finally, but for years they didn't have to wear a visor. So <clears throat> anyway, Long story short, yes, back then they didn't have to wear helmets. This is very much how like minor league hockey is and how certain, you know, things are like where teams can get sold and and they're worried about their jobs and they can get traded. And, you know, a lot of times, like, especially when you're in the minor leagues, you're not making a lot of money. So they're drinking and they don't really give, they don't really get through the game, whatever. All that is kind of legit. It is very dated though. 
I, I would like to say, I don't think current time frame they're saying half the things they're saying now, but the idea is still there when they fuck with each other and they play pranks and they. Yeah, when when you two were talking about how this movie is dated and hasn't aged well, I wasn't expecting to talk about like equipment. <laughs> so I was talking about just how how liberally this movie throws certain words and yes. and feelings and thoughts out. But that's unfortunately a, a sign of its times. It doesn't make it any better, but it's not anything outside of what Animal House is or or any eighties. And even up to like 90s and early 2000s comedies we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's very much, it feels authentic for those type of people, that type of culture. What I imagined these journeymen, like, you know, down on their luck, hockey losers would be like, especially in, uh, where is this? What, uh, it's been so long. What city is this in? This is in, uh, what is it? It's, in, it's not in fucking Milwaukee, is it? It's in, um, oh, is it like Pittsburgh or something? Uh, oh, it's in a fictional, fictional town of Charlestown. So it's not a real town. Okay. So they make up a place. Oh, I don't know. I pictured Pittsburgh because I think, what is it? Like the, the town workers got, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like a mill. Like yeah, a definitely mill. northeastern, like yeah. you know, like down on their luck type thing. Um, yeah, I, I yeah. dug it. I mean, I, you just feel it just has this gritty feel, but it's not like grimy or like dark. It just has this rough hockey sensibility to it that obviously the fucking Mighty Ducks did not have because it's a it's a Disney movie. But if when I think of certain sports, I I want the movies to kind of equal what I picture the sports take to play like basketball should be a little flashy and a little like like unique and athletic and charismatic football should be fucking impactful and and hard uh baseball should probably be boring um you know so for hockey i expect it to be kind of like to me like rough. like rough and foreign yeah. and 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 grimy but also just like filled I mean, i've been staring at augie this entire time i'm just i'm just, put, I'm just describing augie's face um <laughs> and just right away it just is and it's filled with all these amazing personalities you have the weird goalie on the newscast you have the drunk guy on the other team the crowd just yelling like the most fucking heinous insults i was like this is exactly what i was expecting right away <clears throat> So like you were mentioning with, with you know, that doesn't do this with the Mighty Ducks. No, because that is glorifying hockey. That's showing it at the highest moments, stuff like that. Whereas this movie legit like captures what it's like to be on a minor league team <clears throat> where you're doing the grind. You're, you're at the rink all the time. You're, you're just fucking around with guys. You're just, in some cases, you're just trying to get through the game. You're like, fuck, it, I don't give a shit anymore. Let's just finish this game. I want to get back on the bus. Let's go. And they're living life on the bus. If you just take your PC hat off and also put yourself, you know, you know, in the mindset of like 15, 20 years ago, at least, obviously more, but I, you can see how this movie's a classic. You can see how this movie's fucking, I honestly, I still think it's really funny. I think it's hilarious. It is great moments in it. it is. And I, don't know, I love it. I, I think it's, you know, it's awesome. It's uh, like you mentioned, it, it, even just right from the get go, right from the start, no credits, no nothing. It just, 
quiet and then it's on that news feed where they have the 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 goalie the french goalie yeah i forget his name owns owns oh yeah i'm not I'm, it's gonna be hard for me to remember like most people's names i have the wikipedia page up to kind of help me with that uh i, I have a question for augie but first i want to make sure you know we're you're not a big hockey fan and you've probably actually gone to more hockey games than i probably have yeah 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 um yeah, but, but no. what well, what did what did you think well I don't think this is a necessarily your type of movie. No, no, it's definitely not my type of movie. Um, I prefer the Mighty Ducks, uh, <laughs> kind of hockey, to to this. Uh, never been to minor league. I've never been to minor league hockey game. I've only ever been to like hockey games Augie's played and the Panthers have played. So, um, and <laughs> they weren't like this at all. Augie well, did his best. I know. He tried. He tried. Yeah. yeah. But, um, I called somebody a frog pussy once. <laughs> frog pussy, Barry Wyndham. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's one of my favorite notes. I mean, at the very beginning, I was like, "What the fuck even is this?" <clears throat> that's your first note every fucking movie. I mean, I just I don't. <laughs> Five seconds in the movie, you're like, "I don't know what's going on." Yeah, well, it's I the don't. credits, you idiot. <laughs> Why do they have the credits in the movie? To tell you. What you... They didn't have credits um, in the beginning. Of the movie, the they? Oh, wait, they did during the national anthem. I'm sorry. They did. Yes, they did. Afterwards. Yeah, they do. Yes. I thought it was, um, I thought that the fights were better than the hockey. Um, but I thought it was just very, uh, overly, I don't know how to say it. It was just like, I feel like they just like went overboard for the purpose of going overboard, but. I don't really know what that environment's like. I'm not a guy. Mm -hmm. I don't play hockey. You know, I'm not into like that whole like locker room kind of thing, right? Like I don't really play organized sports. I'm terribly unathletic. So um, don't know if I was the main target audience here. That's the nicest thing that's ever been said about you as an athlete. (laughs) (laughs) Terribly unathletic. Yeah, Yeah, it's... It's a it's a guy's movie. I oh, mean, sure. it's it's, it's a the, any my, my biggest critique about this movie is that anything related to a woman is a giant swing and a miss in this yeah, movie. Yeah, like it's the, oh yeah, the booster club. The just, whole the whole uh like I don't even know how to just, it's not a love triangle, but like um the Braden character and his wife yeah. is. Such and then, and then, it takes up so much yeah. time. And Paul Newman and yeah. Paul Newman like trying to like essentially get them back together by pulling them apart to like yeah. try to get him try to get his player to play better and trying to get his wife to understand that she needs to be with him by like trying to hit on her and get with her. Like it Yeah, I didn't get any of that either. I mean, take take that out of the movie completely. It, but that wasn't it, it there for the no women. Purpose. Yeah, I think that was another that was they did it well. So, I mean, the one thing is that they're trying to show again, you know, in, in these minor league guys, they're not making big bucks and for their wives to kind of like stick through this and not be with their husbands while their husbands are constantly traveling, they're constant journeymen. They're trying to show that angle and I guess like she's depressed, she's an alcoholic, she's drinking, whatever. I get what they're trying to do, but just like it just that whole thing was a whole wet fart for me. That was the worst part of the whole movie. And honestly, it takes up. So this is it's this is over. This is like a two hour movie. It's a it's, a it, it's unnecessarily long for a sports comedy. Yeah. 
you chop that you chop that shit out and you're probably at like an hour 40 Mm -hmm. and i knock on i give this movie another like point point and a half honestly it's like just because that stuff would just test my patience and my attention span just because of how it wasn't necessarily bad it just was so outside of what interests me in the movie which was this you know will they or won't they win and succeed and keep the team with yeah, what, the what they're doing between the team yeah the yeah, like the the, the, the players right. and their like, relationships you could have created that tension between brayden and um uh reggie dunlop and, and dunlop you could have created the tension between them <laughs> you're gonna see ricky dunlop <laughs> so it's a very different movie i um, will i will pay so much money <laughs> to remake slapshot with our friend from college Ricky Dunlop so much. Um, I've watched Slapshot, then think of the exact opposite human being and put him in Slapshot. Yeah, but yep. they created that tension a different way. Like they could have been competing for like captaincy or something else. Like you didn't need to bring in that yeah. that female just to have a female take up screen time to get women engaged in seeing this. Like it's not- a- I, I, I don't even think it's about engaging women. I just think it was, it was like just whatever the screen, the writer deemed necessary. Cause- right, but I don't think it was. Well, cause they also had Reggie's <clears throat> ex-wife. Yeah, that wasn't necessary. Either. That wasn't necessary either. They, Those scenes- They were exit and then they were competing with each other. And then they were back in love and then they weren't like, it was, Whole, like this movie doesn't need any romance in it. No, it was very disjointed. Um, the only scene with a female I liked was the scene where he's sleeping with the other, like some other player's wife, like on the road. Oh, the bisexual. Yeah, the bisexual, which was just a mind fuck to me because does, did anybody recognize her? You will. You've definitely no? seen that woman act hundreds of times. That's the mom from a Christmas story. And I was like, I can't believe I'm seeing the mom from a Christmas story topless right now for like five minutes. <laughs> she just really she's just sitting there with her titties out and just like, it's fucking Ralphie's mom. Fucking <laughs> 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 Melinda Dillon. One of the one of the, like the greatest like eighties like comedy actresses and like mom characters. Tony Award winning. Like she's like fucking amazing. And she just and they're talking to Paul Newman with her boobs out. And that's a really good scene. Like, both of them are really good in it. Um, but anything else, like, female-driven is just not not for me. Um, Augie, this, Augie uh, on this uh, audio podcast is currently fixing the picture behind him because he thinks that someone's going to see it. Well, no, it looks not- uneven on Zoom, but in person it's even. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Measure it with that hockey stick. So my question was... Oh, this, by the way, this, by the way, I finally got it. I've been looking for this for months. This is um, not the same one, because obviously I lost it and when I was a little kid, but this is the first hockey stick I ever used in my entire Aww. life. This is from the this is from the 90s. I've I been looking for this for months, and I found them as high as like 500, two to 500 bucks, and I was some idiot, you know, in a plate against sports in Michigan, sold, sold it for 50, and I was like, oh, okay, sure. <laughs> so thank you and also fuck you you're dumb um how much of a rite of passage is this movie augie like if you play hockey and you've not seen this movie like percentage wise it's like 99 nah not that high because again it's so old but everyone like especially all the older players everyone quotes it and if you don't you know if you haven't seen it you don't it just goes over your head um i have a <laughs> 
<clears throat> I actually have a note here that one of the things that gets quoted a lot is when, you know, you yell at somebody. All right, so there was a part at the end of the movie. Um, nobody yells that. Uh, where they have like a bounty on McCracken. Yes. Remember at the end, he puts a bounty on somebody and then literally McCracken like goes up to Dunlop and he's like, Dunlop, you suck cock. And Dunlop's response is, all I can get. Um, I've heard that a lot during hockey games. <laughs> so I was going to ask you, what are... Sucking, oh, you suck dick. And they're like, all I can get. And that's, you know, it's... So besides that gem, uh, <laughs> what are the most <laughs> quoted and like notable things from this movie that gets referenced the most? The uh, the goalie when he's like, owns, owns. Because the owner tried to correct him. Uh-huh. That's stupid. But people quote that all the time. Okay. Um, people quote uh, that part where the Hanson brothers first show up and they're playing with their trains. Yes. And then the, the Dunlop goes and he goes, they brought their fucking toys with them. <laughs> that type of shit. Uh, again, just a bunch of stupid and like, oh, no, 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 no that's against the rules. Against the rules. No matter go up and they you know, the, and you go, you feel shame. You go to the penny box, you feel shame. <laughs> those type of, those things are always quoted. Um, but yeah, I mean, over, this is just a hockey classic, man. The, the only thing that I knew about this movie going into it, besides the fact that it was oddly, at oddly stalls, stars Paul Newman, who's like one of the biggest fucking stars of his era, um, was the Hanson brothers, uh, who I believe are the only people that come back for the direct to DVD sequels that were made of this movie uh, years later, which judging by Augie's face, they blow and he's seen. Um, is it, isn't like Stephen Baldwin in one of them? <laughs> I believe so. Literally take the storyline of the Globe, the opposite. Who's the team that the Globetrotters always beat up on? Uh, the Washington Generals. Okay, so in one of the movies, I don't know if it's part two or part three, I believe it's part three, the Chiefs are quote-unquote bought, and they're bought to become the Washington Generals. So they gotcha. have to be the team that always loses, and obviously at the end of the movie, they, they're fed up with it. So they, they win, win beat them up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, but I knew the Hansons uh, for a couple different reasons. Like, they, like their visage you know, is always seen – you know, when you're talking sports movies, like those are the characters that you see are those guys with the fucking black horn room glasses and like the nary looks that end up just being like so fucking vicious and crazy. And they're awesome. Like I, I, I thought and was hoping there'd be more of them in this. But honestly, like after they kind of, you know, lead the charge into this like new philosophy for the team, they almost kind of take like a back seat to stuff that I don't necessarily want to watch. Like we already talked about, like fucking relationship troubles and other players becoming like the focus. Um, I, I know there's, that's probably purposeful because I think all three of those guys were legitimate, like hockey dudes that yeah, like weren't so. actors. Uh, so that was probably on purpose because they, you know, couldn't necessarily act more than what they did, but also there's only so much like depth and length you could probably get with those specific <laughs> characters. Yeah. Um well, I mean, that too, and also the internal struggle of the team where they bring in the Hanson brothers and then 
first they're new and you, you don't know they don't have any background or anything like that so they don't want to start them yeah and then when they do start them they're a gimmicky group because all they do is beat up on people and whatever so then you have like what's his name Bray- brayden the, the the skilled guy in the team yeah. the, with the drunk wife yeah whatever and he doesn't want to he doesn't want to be a part of that so that's the internal team struggle so that's why the hansons aren't used as much because they're the team is deciding whether or not to be this gimmicky team to have fights and bring crowds out and make money so that the team doesn't get fucking sold or go to the skilled hockey, which <clears throat> they're not good at. And so I think that's, that was again, purposeful that they didn't bring him in hundred percent right away. But have you ever yeah. picked up Augie on the fact that uh, the Hanson brothers are the direct, I mean, probably you actually don't because the, the influence and the references kind of went away by the time that you would have started watching. Uh, the Hanson brothers are essentially the inspiration for the Dudley boys in wrestling. With those no. Yes. Essentially, that's how I bubble wore those glasses. That is in ECW. They essentially made the uh, the before it just became Bubba and Devon in wrestling and Spike to a lesser extent. There was a sign guy Dudley and a big dick Dudley and a dances with Dudley and a Dudley Dudley um, to the point where Rich and I to this day are it's never been on a podcast. We started out the podcast started, but our other gag besides Barry Windham is something, something Dudley. Um, but yeah, the Hanson brothers are, re, are, are basically the impetus for essentially the, one of the greatest wrestling tag teams of all time, which is the Dudley boys. That's so, pretty cool. Yeah. Um, my other like critiques about the movie are that it is like, it does get to be a little bit too much. Like it gets to be a little bit too like loud and busy for its own good in portions. Yeah. yeah. There's, and and that I feel, I feel like that's authentic, like for how, you know, the locker room, for how hockey and like, like the atmosphere on the bus, the atmosphere in the locker room, the atmosphere in their regular lives. Like if, if you're going to be a traveling minor league hockey player, you probably, that's probably how you fucking are. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's, I, I don't think you probably turn it off very much. Like you couldn't, you know, get another job necessarily. Um, but as a watching it as a movie, especially a two hour movie, it, it wears on you at a certain point. You're just like, all right, can we get at a certain point? I almost wanted that scene where like one guy's just like, man, I, like, like, like a, like a heart to heart, like come to Jesus fucking things. Like, I don't know how much more I can do this man, but no, it just goes fucking full board and you don't get a chance to breathe really. Yeah. So, and nowadays you would have that, like even in like a, like a semi pro or a sports comedy, you have to have those scenes. And this movie has absolutely <clears throat> zero of them. <laughs> so it was a little bit different. Um, was there anything else that uh, that you guys didn't necessarily like besides like actual performances? I don't think so. Okay. Um, I don't think so. I think we covered everything. Did, did you have a favorite scene that we haven't? No. Because <laughs> you don't remember because we watched this a month ago, in other words. Correct. <laughs> um. I do have to talk about one thing before we get into performances. Uh, let's talk about Paul Newman's coat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Go back to Paul Newman's coat. Please. So <laughs> Paul Newman in this movie. So let's just drop all pretense. Paul Newman's the MVP of this movie, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Paul Newman, as I mentioned, at, at this point in his career, was one of the biggest actors ever. In the world. Um, I don't know if he already had dressing yet. Uh, 
I love that coat. I have a coat like that. That fucking coat is oh, sick as fuck. Oh, I have a coat fuck. like that? Look at all these <laughs> fucking men being my style inspiration. First, first Yawn from the Mighty Ducks, mm-hmm. and now uh, I hate Reggie to tell you Dunlop. You're definitely, you're definitely more Reggie Dunlop than Yawn. No, actually, you're fucking no, Yawn. I'm I'm yawn. Talking, you're I'm fucking totally yawn. yawn. I have a coat that looks like that. Uh, that coat is coat so right fucking sick. I love it. You want a coat like that? I think I should coat I do that. not want a coat like that because it's 2021. Um... But in 1977, there's no reason why he should be so fucking good in this movie. Like, for the person that he is and, like, the movie that this is, he could have easily walked through this and just not given a fuck. But he gives it... He pulls it off. And, no, he doesn't just pull it off. He puts this movie on his back and, and fucking carries it. He absolutely crushes it. He's so goddamn charismatic. He's legitimately very funny. Uh, he's just such a scumbag, but like he's still likable and you still root for him. Exactly. Like exactly. he is the perfect personification of that character. It is it is insane. Um, Augie, what what the fuck do you know about Paul Newman, Augie? Not much. I know he has a sauce. <laughs> yes, he's. Um, that's pretty you know, much did, it. Did you know the Newman sauce is uh, non for profit? Like the like that's all for like charity. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, Paul Newman's Paul own. Newman. What'd you say, Huggy? Your internet's breaking. Paul Newman's pockets. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. It's not Paul Newman's that's pockets. It. It's no, it's for um. Oh God, look it up. It's for some specific charity. Paul Newman. Uh, yeah, I mean Butch, Butch Cassidy, the Sundance <clears throat> Kid, the Hustler. Uh, yeah, a hundred percent profits to charity. Yeah, yeah. Paul Newman's huh. a fucking man. I mean, wow. re- God rest his soul, he's been dead like probably 10, 15 years at this point. But Continues Paul Newman's commitment yeah. to the 100% of the royalties and profits it receives for charitable purposes. It's given over $525 million. To thousands of charities since 1982. It's been around longer than Augie. Damn, damn it, I didn't prepare my what's older than Augie quiz this time. Um, yeah, he's great. Uh, unfortunately, modern audiences would be like, oh, isn't that the guy that voiced Doc Hudson in Cars? And it's like, yeah. But, you know, fuck it. If you know him, you know him. I'm, I'm happy with it either way. Uh, Augie, how old... Um, so this is a question. How old is he in this movie, Augie? The actual actor, not the character. How old is Paul Newman in this movie, do you think? Oh. Hmm. I would say at this point, he's probably late... Nah, not even late 40s. I would say early 50s. Probably 52 He's 52 years old. <laughs> you nailed it right on Whoa! the head. <laughs> uh, which leads to my question. Uh, will you be playing hockey at 52? Uh, not at his level, but yes. Well, not at his level. <laughs> no, not at his level now. <laughs> it's, it's impressive that he's playing basically semi-pro hockey at 52. I mean, Yager's up there in age two, and uh, Yager will probably do it eventually too. That's only. Um, I should hold this job. That's only fifteen years from now, Augie. Augie, you're closer to fifty. Oh, I know. You're closer to fifty-two than you are (laughs) twenty-three. Just want to point that out. Yager is forty-nine years old. All right, so Yager's gonna do it for three more years, which he will because he's playing for. Who is the oldest person you've per? Who's the oldest person you've personally known playing hockey? Okay, so he's so excited funny to tell this. Story. Uh, when, <clears throat> because when I took over the uh, the roller hockey league, mind you, this was 2016, 2017, um, on my website, you have to register uh, to be a part of the league. 
and there was a guy who um, embarrassingly had to contact me and say, hey, man, I'm trying to register for your league, but when I put my birth date, it only goes back to 1950. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So he was born like in 1947. So what is that? 1947 and he was playing in 2016 2017 so oh god yeah he's he was 70 yeah so big shout out to norm siegel uh yeah but he was he just stopped playing like two years ago but yeah dude kicking it and i had to like i had to contact my website and be like guys can you please put the age like to 1925 i think that's safe enough like you know what i mean like i don't think i'm gonna have anybody from 1925 playing that's insane in my league, but i didn't <clears throat> yeah god bless him so big shout out to that guy that's pretty cool rest in huge peace stoner. Uh, huge, stoner. <laughs> huge stoner that's why he's able to play hockey in his 70s he doesn't feel a goddamn thing that he gets hit with um <laughs> there were there were two other uh, like like scenes or parts that i i uh liked um the final game is so weird <laughs> like they win because of a penalty and then the commentary box I was like the commentary fights yeah, and I then was, the stripping like it is one of the all-time like like normally in these movies like the big win and success and you know they they overcome adversity they learn their lessons like nope they're still just dickheads <laughs> like there's like it's they just got but they are rewarded for just embracing it like fuck it uh i i wrote love the intro of syracuse is syracuse like the really evil crazy player that i'm thinking of or I don't know what I mean by love the intro of Syracuse, unless that was a, a, a autocorrect. <laughs> I don't know who Syracuse. Is Syracuse? <clears throat> well, who is the name of the like? I don't know. They, they build up the whole movie like the baddest dude, like the one guy. Oh, oh. you know. What I'm uh, yeah, talking? and he was, and he was, and the yeah. Then in the first game they were supposed to play him, I think he was in jail or something like that, and he couldn't play. Yeah. And then they finally get him onto that final team and. Yeah, he wasn't, you know, he didn't do anything really that special. But he was, No, but like like the reactions to it, like I like the way that they built that team. I like the way that they uh, they built like that whole team okay, up. Yeah. So Syracuse Bulldogs is the name of the team. Oh, the team. team. No, all the teams. So they, they stacked the team yeah. with all of these like Dr. Hook, like you said, Goons. McCracken, like yep. all these like insane people. <laughs> I like that, like the chickens have come home to roost almost of like, well, this is what you guys have been building up to, and this is what we've done to prepare. Yeah, and it's it's the last game of the season. I think they even say that either they're like completely in the playoffs or completely out of it. So they the, this game means nothing to Syracuse or whoever that final team is. Yep. So they're just like, fuck it, we're bringing all these goons, all these guys to beat your ass because you guys are you know kicking everybody else's ass and being dirty. All right, here we go. We're gonna teach you your lesson. Now, I, I did like that build up also uh, to that game. Honestly, they should have ended the movie right when the game ended i don't get yeah. the, the parade following yeah. 10 to 15 what yeah. the fuck was that and even the way it ends like it's just weird man that the ex-wife just driving away and it's what it is very much very very weird uh yeah i like the final game but the little like the little uh, uh epilogue was wholly unnecessary um, a couple interesting IMDb things I want to point out. Uh, Paul Newman said this is the most fun he's ever had making a movie. And I'm it was sure. His favorite of his own films. Again, but like, but like he was in like The Sting, which I feel like would be super fun to make. 
You ever seen The Sting? The Sting is yeah. one of my mother's favorite movies. And yeah. She loves Paul Newman. But, like, if, I don't know. But that makes a lot of sense. Like, he didn't really do movies like this. No. It's, at all. It's, no. yeah, no. He was, but everyone in this movie seems like they're having a ton of fun. Uh, except sure. for the, my two LVP nominations. But I feel like everybody else in this movie is having a ton of fun. And speaking of, by the way, Paul Newman, 100% MVP. But I have honorable mentions to two people. Please. Um, McGrath, which... I wrote down McGrath, but I'm not sure who McGrath is. I think that's the owner of the team or the guy who's the yes. who's working upstairs. Yeah, no, Joe McGrath, uh, Joe McGrath is the uh, is the uh, the quote unquote owner, the general manager. Yeah, he's great. The general manager, yeah, he's he does a good job acting. He's not the owner because they find out at the end it's the, it's the wife or whatever. Yeah, the woman. Owner. I didn't um, mind that. I didn't mind that. So that was a nice little like uh, swerve that he yeah. goes. And it's just like this like like uh, middle aged woman. Hey, you know. if you like swerves, wait till. You- Tune into our episodes of the Marine series next month. A lot of swords. Yeah, we go, right from, we go straight from Augie August to two weeks of fucking Marine movies. Wonderful. Uh, and your, your, uh, other one, your other honorable mention? Um, just in the whole kind of Goldberg realm, Lemieux, uh, yes. the goalie. He just, that comic relief. I love him. He's not in it enough to really be the MVP or really have like a strong consideration, but he was my honorable mention. Yeah, he yeah. was. So all the scene he was like the scenes he was in. Every like, time he was involved, he was really really I fun. Liked I liked him. Yeah. him. That's great, great points. I liked uh, Mo Wanchuk my- just because uh, he's a great Mo character Wanchuk? actor. Uh, Mo Wanchuk, he seemed to be like kind of the horniest, the most perverted one of them all. Uh, he's a great character. This the guy little- who oh, plays, is that um the guy? The guy sex- yes. <laughs> yeah. Jim- Wait, what is it the same guy? Who's is it the guy with the, like the sunglasses? Who is it? Okay, I don't know if you know who this is, but from Trailer Park Boys, the guy who plays Jim Leahy. No, this guy's been dead no. for like twenty years. It's uh, the guy who. Oh, this guy two ago. Sister Act two, and he was like the um like angry priest. Yeah. Guy. It, he also was in Bushwhacked as the uh, as the park ranger. Right, but Avi would have seen Sister Act two over Bushwhacked. You never know. So... He could have seen Bushwhacked. Have you seen Bushwhack? She's right. Nope. But I've seen Sister Act 1, 2, and is there a 3? No, there will be. There will be, but not yet. I've seen all the Sister Acts. Yeah, he's he's so spectacularly vulgar that... I honestly was shocked. I'm so glad you brought that up because I was like, <clears throat> this guy's a great actor because he goes from like one extreme to the other because those are the only two things I've ever seen him in is yeah. this and, and Sister Act. I'm like... Those are two complete, like, opposite characters yeah. he and plays, personalities, and he did such a great job in both of them. He's Father Thomas, so he's not the little, uh, he's not the little guy, he's and he's like not the, the chef. One. He's the, he's angry the one, one who drives the bus. Yeah, in Sister Act 2. Yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. No, no, I thought, I thought you were talking about uh, John Dunsworth, who actually passed away, I think, like, what, two years, two, three years ago at this point, maybe? Um, but he was in Trader Park Boys as Jim Leahy. He's in this movie, mm-hmm. and he's the super creepy one, like the older guy with the glasses. But I thought he was a little – I love Jim Leahy from Trailer Park Boys, but in this mm-hmm. movie I thought he was a little too um, too much. Yeah, I, I the guy who plays Killer Carlson was fine. Um, some of the other players are good. I'm always a big M. Emmett Walsh fan. He's the guy who plays Dickie Dunn, the guy that's like leaking these fake stories to the press to try to help like the team's cause. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Paul Dooley, who's a great character actor, is the the one of the announcers. There's a lot of really really good. Um, yeah, but they just actors in this movie. You that, know, they're just outdone by Paul Newman. Oh yeah, but I mean it's Paul Newman by a country mile. 
I think Augie and I are going to be on the same wavelength in terms of LVP. Uh, so we'll see if some, what Samantha has. Samantha, who's your LVP of the movie? Holy shit, you are talking about Morris Moe. I thought that was the guy who played Jim Leahy. That is not the same guy. They look, like, identical. That is not him. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, we're I, talking I, about the same guy. Yeah. I didn't know <clears throat> uh, Samantha, do you have an LVP uh, nominee? I mean, I didn't, I didn't like the wife. Which wife? Both. I mean. Either. I, I'm very much on. Um, I, I'm very much in the camp of either Braden would be fine with me. <laughs> yes. Either, either yes. Male or the female Braden. Yeah. Yep. I felt like the, the other wife that you're talking about, Sam, the ex-wife of, uh, of Duns, of, uh, yeah, Dunsworth, right? I thought she did a good job. She was a good actress and she played her yes. role. She was fine. Agreed. But either Brayden, I'm leaning towards Lily, who's the wife. Just neither of them show any fucking emotion. They're just so dry the whole movie. I hate has, when they're on the screen. When he gets angry at the end, that one thing that we've been pushing for the whole time, that was the only time it was ever more than what I was expected he was he was more boring throughout the duration of the movie and well, he, he was in it more yeah and he and he was my vote and i was giving her more of a break because if she's going to be this depressed alcoholic sardonic character well like i don't know what else she could really do with it um but to your point like in the final moments as he's you know having this big hoorah hoorah here's my ass um you know, and like how that character <laughs> turns, you know, her turn was just, she just got dressed up a little bit. Um, I also always in like these kind of projects and movies, especially back then, I try to give the woman more of a leash because it's just the fact that her character was just written like especially such back shit. Then, it still happens. <laughs> it still happens. Uh, again, get ready for the next two weeks of the fucking Marine movies where oh. we talk about some underdeveloped female characters. Um, so I, I, I'm ultimately fine either way because they both they basically was a tale of two movies for each of them and they both underwhelmed. So I, I could go in either direction. I'm totally leaning towards Lily. Uh, I, I think both of them suck. Those are my two nominations or the both Bradens. Yep. Um, but I think he at least did a little bit better at the end when he started stripping. Um, and also the, the scene that sticks out in my head was the one where she is in the I think she's in the van with Dunlop and like they're having a discussion and she's trying to be like upset or whatever. Yeah. And she, it, that's a horrible scene. She has, yeah. shows no emotion and she's supposed to be super upset. And it's just like, ugh. like, you just, yeah, you can't act. Uh, Lindsay Krause is the actress and she's our LVP man. As soon as you click on her Wikipedia, you get some news. Uh, she was married to David Mamet for 13 years. A uh, very famous film director. And the person that is the reason why there's an improv form called the Mamet. Uh, and she's the mother of Zosia Mamet, who was uh, one of the leads on the show Girls. She's one of the leads on The Flight Attendant. One of the best, like, uh, she used to be on Mad Men. One of the best, like, hottest actresses uh, in the world at the moment. So um, I'm glad and that she... And her dad was, and her dad was Russell Crowe. Oh, no, that's Russell. Russell Crowe, I the same thing. <laughs> I, I was like, her dad you. was Russell Crowe? How did that work? <laughs> uh... What, what is the modern equivalent of Snapshot? Like, is is there anything close to this? It doesn't have to be hockey, but like, 
Has there been any other sports movie that just looks at like its sport in such a way that like, so when this movie came out, the NHL like distanced itself from it. Cause it was just like, God, we don't want this to what people think our sport is. And then over time, it's just like, Oh, well, you know, it's kind of endearing because of just like how fun it is. Like, is there anything modernly like this? Yes. What? The I knew you were going to fucking say that. <laughs> no. I love it. I, that I movie's closer to the mighty ducks than this. This uh, Slapshot has a darker tone and a little bit more serious tone than I think Semi-Pro is kind of close to that. That's, like, that's honestly what I was thinking. And I remember seeing Semi-Pro Dodge in ball. theaters and shut up and being like, man, this is just kind of like underwhelming, but it's kind of grown into it. And that's like, honestly, what I feel like it's spiritual, spiritual successor has been for, I, I mean, obviously in the seventies, the other only other one was be the bad news bears. Um, which is very much like this movie, um, except you just have kids in it. Remember the Titans is also a very good representation. You're just football. naming quasi sports movies. <laughs> You're naming like the most happy sports movies. The football is not happy. Remember the Titans is not happy. He got paralyzed. The football version of that. Yeah, but he should have been paying attention where he was going. Um, <laughs> football version, oh I guess, is any given Sunday, but any given Sunday is not really like a comedy. Like I, I guess Rudy. I'm gonna keep and also that. like it's not as it's not as any given Sunday is not I guess it is kind of a little grungy but it's Bring more it about up. like how he handles the limelight of being like a superstar whereas none of these guys have to worry about any of that. I'm glad I'm glad you Bring think you're on. I'm glad you're so funny I'm to yourself. Uh, I think in the '80s, necessary roughness might be like the closest thing to it. Um, you're Ooh, yeah, your like own shittiness. I think that was really funny. I used to love Necessary Roughness. That was a great movie. And it was an HBO show. You're you can be excused from the table, Samantha. Me and you're just gonna handle me and I'll gonna get married. Yeah. We're gonna do this from now on. Um and then all right, so we there's basketball, we did baseball, we did football, hockey. Yeah, there's there's no other sports. Cheerleading is a sport and bring it on is a good movie for that. Anything else? I, I had one other question, but I don't even remember what the context of this was. I was going to ask. Swim fan is good for swimming. I saw the movie uh, in theaters with Andrew Zangri. Uh, uh, I'm going to need you to explain. <laughs> I'm going to need you to explain the Nazi was the only other thing I had written down. At some point, there was like a Nazi flag hanging out of like one of the windows. And I didn't get it, and I don't remember what it was. So let's just move on. <laughs> don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think that's hockey related. At least not since I've been playing the sport. So. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I love. I love. I mean, the only thing that we can, I can even correlate. The only thing I can correlate, like, kind of relate to it, is that the word "stick" is in swastika. (laughs) That's about it. Augie. I can't say anything because today, Tope and I uh, fantasy booked the wrestling character HBKKK. It was a very, a very big missed opportunity. We started rewriting "sexy boy" and everything. I'll share it with you all off air. Uh, Anything else? Absolutely not. <laughs> it is score time. Uh, Augie, you are our guest, so you go first. Uh, yeah, definitely highly recommend. If you have not seen this movie, definitely I think you should watch it. Um, do not watch part two or part three. It's not worth it whatsoever. <laughs> uh, speaking of, based on your – well, let me get my rating first. Uh, I rated it an eight because I'm a hockey fan. Probably I did, high, but I liked it. <clears throat> no, I don't think it's high at all. I'm giving it a seven and a half. I uh, think it is super high. 
well, you're just a woman. Yes, um, <laughs> I think that that's actually accurate. I, I think this movie, while having been aged poorly, is just like the quintessential 70s sports movie. Um, if you take out all the stuff that just doesn't fit in a quintessential 70s sports movie, like whatever romantic plots or relationship plots you have and just focus on like the guys and the characters and the fun, it would have been much higher. So I gave it a seven and a half. You gave it a five. I mean, it just wasn't, I was not the target audience for this movie. It's not, I, I found nothing to relate to in it. The only things I could relate to were the worst parts of the movie. That's why they threw the romance into it. So it, that's right. We all can't be good critics. <laughs> yeah. Way to go. You're like Roger, uh, Niebert, Niebert. Oh, yeah, you should do it. <laughs> oh my god, funny mullet. Tell me it again. Ding. <laughs> again. Whoop. Fucking mean Siskel. Uh, you were gonna say something else, Augie? Please save me. Uh, <laughs> totally off topic, but uh, I believe it was during one of the other episodes you guys suggested that I not watch part two and part three, but that. Part one was worth watching, so I did. I watched Pitch Perfect Part One. Um, it it's super corny, but it's fun. <laughs> but it's fun. But holy crap! I was like, I was like ten minutes, like 10, 20 minutes into it when, like, you know, Anna Kendrick goes to like college and like she's a typical emo girl, and then she signs up for like this acapella group. Really, get the fuck! Like, I don't know. A lot of the interactions, I was like, this is so like high school corny movie but it was fun sure was sure fun. but then think about when you joined uh tsf and generation in college and yeah. it's exactly the same yeah. we weren't necessarily the fucking uh I, like, we weren't like like the the yeah. we weren't I, the I, I wasn't wearing black eyeliner i wasn't like i was like i was anti-social i was trying to like, come up kind of with like <clears throat> something that wasn't the bee's knees and for whatever reason i almost said well, yeah you know we weren't the fucking witch's tit but <laughs> it's not right at all <laughs> Very window. <laughs> so, uh, the average for a slap shot ended up being because of Samantha a six point eight three, so uh, a little bit lower than what I'd uh, expect. But um, we have reached the end of Augie August. I think we learned a lot. Uh, we learned a lot about hockey that I've already forgotten because we talked about it a month ago. Why did they burn the hockey stick? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I'm kidding. But I burned the hockey stick. You're a piece of shit. I know but... I'm a piece of shit. Um, it's been fun. We'll never do it again. <laughs> Uh, we will have every you... August. We should do no, it. God, no. This was one of the most difficult things I've ever planned <laughs> in my entire life. But we should do all of the episodes now and air them next year, except the last one. We will have Augie back on the show, uh, but... for like like one off things. Um, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. I know, yes, yes. The, we will have you on for Ace Ventura and when nature calls. Um, will be a prerequisite. Sure. Uh, did you hear? Actually, it's funny you say that because I think in between when we first recorded and then when we're recording now, they are in the works to do Ace Ventura three. Um, passing oh. it on okay. to his son, uh, who we played by, if I'm not mistaken, I believe it's supposed to be Evan Peters. Yes. Who, who was Quicksilver? Quicksilver in the uh, in the X Men movies, and most recently was also Quicksilver on Wandavision. You're gonna have to give him something else. Wasn't I, he also in? Uh, I think he's in some American uh, Horror I'm looking stories. at pictures and yeah, whatever. Um, yeah. I mean, it's not Jim Carrey. 
Nah, but you don't want Jim Carrey doing it now anyway. Um, uh, no, don't don't Samantha, don't look up Ace Ventura three because he's gonna pull up Ace Ventura Pet Detective Junior, which was a direct to DVD movie that came out in two thousand nine. That's got a two out of ten on run on IMDb. Didn't even watch that either. Yeah, nobody did. Didn't they um, have a cartoon also? They had an Ace Ventura cartoon. Yeah, that was good. That was, that was okay. That was fine. Um, that. Yeah, we'll have Augie back. But as we mentioned a couple times throughout the show, the next two weeks, because I am a jerk and I won our last reading challenge, I nominated the Marine film franchise. So we were watching all six Marine movies. We have watched the Marine One with John Cena, and we've watched the Marine Two with Ted DiBiase Jr. We now will begin to watch the four Ms. Marine movies. Say that three times fast. The four, he had four Mar- in a row. Uh, yeah, he did four yeah, in a row. He did four in a row. Uh, the next one, I believe, is the only one that he's not in with another wrestler. Uh, the fourth yeah, one the has Summer one Rae. Is- the fifth one has Bo Dallas, Curtis Axel, Naomi, and Heath Slater. And the last one has Shawn Michaels and Becky Lynch. Isn't he in the? What's the? There's. She's in one, but I don't remember which one that she's in. What's the movie? Hockey's bound and determined to look something up. While he's doing that, we'll hit our plugs. Um, Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Married with Movies. We encourage you, as always, to go to arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and the others on our network of shows. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Patreon.com slash arcadeaudio for bonus content. Um, Samantha and I were just discussing what we need to do for our, uh, our game thing which maybe happens again one day we don't know we have to do our, our uh, married with podswoggle shows as well um but there'll be some some good stuff on there from podswoggle and other channels uh for your patronage five dollars a month married with movies at gmail.com let's know what you think of the show at mary w movies on twitter married with movies uh on facebook as well for me you can find me at your host mullet 38 on instagram for my show box and friends every single week i show off the many things that i purchase and collect too many things. Too many things. Uh, when this episode is airing, uh, I will be showing off everything I've gotten from MegaCon. And that's going to be a big episode with Rich tomorrow. That's fantastic. And you know what? If you want to buy some of the stuff that Mullet shows off on the show, come to <laughs> the Orlando Toy Con in Osceola Heritage Park in Kissimmee, October 9th and 10th. Um, all day. We'll be there. Mullet over collectibles. Uh, hit me up at Jam with your Sam on uh, Instagram and all social medias. <laughs> Uh, email us movies at gmail.com and tell me that you're gonna be there and uh we'll we'll cut you a cut you a discount. It's not too much of a discount. Like a five percent discount. Also my retro wrestling diary, arcadeaudio.net slash podbloggle. This week's episode is Halloween Havoc nineteen ninety-four. I watched it while Samantha was in Miami by myself, and it was one of the saddest three hours of my entire life because that show <laughs> fucking sucks. Um, so read all Spoiler. about read all about how uh, the main events very good, but the two hours and twenty minutes leading up to it were a task. <sighs> um, Augie, floor is yours. Uh, yeah, I sorry, I just had to look this up because we were trying to find a movie to watch this past weekend, and I think somebody put the trailer on for Changeland, and the minute Randy Orton's face showed up, my brother was like, "No, nah, I'm good." I don't know what Changeland is. I don't know, it was a 2019 movie that has him and Seth Green. Like Randy Orton? Yeah, Randy Orton. I did look this Randy up. Orton. Oh, I, I remember. That. Macaulay Culkin's in it too? Yeah. And, and, yeah, and Brendan's song, that's where they met. Brenda's song and Macaulay Culkin, because, you know, they have a baby together. They're married. You just Brenda gave me song, another headache. Brenda's song was on the Disney Channel. This girl. I know who Brenda's song is. Yeah, well, her and Macaulay Culkin are married with a baby. 
And they met on Seth Green's movie with him and Brecken Meyer. Hey, Augie, is Macaulay Culkin older than you or younger than you? Oh, please, older? Yeah, older 19, 1980. Okay. You're good. Well, You're good. he looks so much worse, though. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, d- drugs. <laughs> drugs. <laughs> drugs will do that. Uh, what are your plugs? You just picked the wrong drugs. <laughs> I love that Huey Lewis song. I picked the wrong drugs. I, as I go into my business's promo, yay. Yeah, my mural hockey. <laughs> um, yeah, if you want to play hockey, um, don't worry. We won't use the F word or call somebody a frog pussy as much as Slapshot does. But um, <clears throat> yeah, if you want to play hockey and you're in the Miami area, give me a follow on Miami Roller Hockey at Instagram. Uh, my personal Instagram is Araka Augie. Uh, you can follow my Twitter, which I haven't tweeted in a while, at Augie Artillis, uh, which I don't tweet myself. I only tweet when Mullet Tope or Rich tell me, hey, that tweet that, what you just said. Uh, and um, yeah, even if you're not in Miami, go play hockey where you're, where you're at. And um, I promise, I promise I will soon give you guys a five-star review. Now that I've been on the show, I'll give you a five-star review. Only on these episodes, um, Yeah, and only just to comment how good Augie August was. It was pretty That's great. Fair. That's it was... fair. That's <laughs> fair. It's the most fun I've had on the show. And, and as we've been doing every single time, I can officially announce who our next month's guest will be. And I can also say the movie, because we just did it. Uh, for September, our guests will be, for the first time on the show, The Colts. Tony and Julia Colt. Uh, Tony, the unofficial third nice. host of the Blank Slate here on the uh, the Arcade Audio Network of Shows. And uh, they nominated five movies, uh, which we will discuss at length what they nominated uh, when we do that episode at the end of September. Uh, we'll be watching Speed, uh, the 1994 Keanu Reeves action Sandra classic. Bullock action. Dennis Hopper, Jeff Daniels, Joe Morton. How what deep do you want me to go? Alan Ruck. That. Uh, cans, <laughs> speed, starring cans. Uh, <clears throat> yes, we'll be watching that with them at the end of the month. So they are our September guests, and I look forward to it. Do you do you have like a list of uh, future guests after? I the do. Course? We we have it planned month by month until uh, we hit our one year anniversary with it next uh, next year. Can you announce some of those names, or is still on? Uh, I'm doing it month by month, also because most of these people I haven't told yet that they're doing it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, once once we go off there, I'll, I'll I'll give you a scoop as to as to who it is. You know. All right, cool. Any final thoughts, Augie? And nope. Smith. Yeah, nothing. No, mullet. No. For mullet. This is mullet. Signing out for the and Augie signing out for this week's episode of Married to Movies. We'll catch you next time at our table. No, we'll be back on the couch. Oh, on the couch. Slash the movies. God, I can't wait to fucking. I'm God damn it! You know what movie we're gonna have to talk about the next time we record? The Marine. No. Oh no! Oh, so we're going to Paw see Paw Patrol. We're going to see Paw Patrol the movie in two days. Oh, sanitize your Legos, people! Sanitize your Legos. <laughs> I'm glad it's your parting words. <laughs> That's like a euphemism for something. Just a little bit south of Saskatoon Take my guitar for board and room Met a little girl, her name was June 
Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.